everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Talk Recorded live. To get started, I'm a witness for the Lord. I don't know of anybody who knows that artist. That's Reverend Timothy Wright. I will be a witness. 1985. Got over 71,000 views on YouTube. Timothy Wright. I'll be a witness for the Lord. Washington Temple, Kojic, Brooklyn, New York. Washington Temple, Kojic. In Brooklyn, uh, New York, they did that live. And, uh, again, tonight we're talking about being a witness. We talked about it on Sunday, and we're going to talk about it again tonight. Um, we really need to to set ourselves up to be a witness for the Lord that we might really make um, folks attractive to the gospel. So we're going to talk. We're going to start this conversation tonight. I don't know how far we're going to get into it. I, I was wrestling with how fast we could get through these notes very, very quickly without going in depth. But when it comes to a believer, let me tell you something. You take yourself out of a. You take yourself out of a a position of your blessings. Sometimes you wonder why am I not being blessed and it could be one of the reasons could be that you're not setting a good example. You're not letting your light shine, that you're not in the will of God when it pertains to how you're supposed to represent him in the world. All right, let's pray. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we just bless your name. You have been so good to us. Thank you, dear Lord, because you have um, showered us with snow in this region and you have not letting it uh you have not let it get to a point where we are snowed in and we thank you we thank you for being merciful to us thank you that the snowplow i don't know about anybody else but i know god you have favored me the snowplow has come up my street and and uh plowed my my street so i'm thanking you thanking you thanking you thanking you oh god that it's um uh, uh, going through, it's going past, and, and by tomorrow it'll be all gone. We just take this time and just thank you, O oh God, for us not being overwhelmed. We realize it could be another way. Now, God, on our Bible study tonight, we pray again that you just have your way. Teach us by the power of your Holy Spirit. Allow nothing to hinder us from hearing your voice, and let your spirit be in control. We thank you in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. So again, we're going to look at tonight witnessing. Uh, we're going to, if you want a subtopic, it's uh, in the ingredients of witnessing. Some of the ingredients, it was actually some of the material that I've used, they had it in steps. And again, I'm going to call it ingredients because, um, again, it's a mixture and it's not done in a particular way. Sometimes one may come before another. You know, you may not feel that you're prepared, and God gives you an opportunity to witness, to minister to somebody. And and sometimes it's not taken as serious when it comes to uh, this area of witnessing. This area of witnessing, it's, it's sometimes it's not taken it's not taken seriously, like like. Um, 
it's, it's something that doesn't have to be done. You know, I don't, there's no way. I Don't kill anybody. Don't lie. Don't steal. But when it comes to being a witness, you got to understand, it's very, very important to God. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's John 14, 6. John 14, 6. No one comes to the Father but through me. Okay, so that means that there is a way, there is something that you have to do in order to get to God, in order to have a relationship with him. You, in the Old Testament, you had a, a, some rituals that you had to do in order to enter into the Holy of Holies, to have a relationship with God. And this was only for the high priest. Well, now in the New Testament, Jesus says there's only one way to get to the Father. If you want a relationship with him, it's only one way. We've got to know that. There is salvation in no one else. That's that next level. Under all heaven, there is no other name for men to call upon to save them. That's the TLB translation. That's the Living Bible, TLB, Acts 14.12. Acts 14.12. Pastor, what was that first one? That was John 14.6. John 14.6. The second one is Acts 4 and 12. Reading from the Living Bible translation, there, there is salvation in no one else. Under all heavens, there is no other name for men to call upon to save them. Now, if that's not serious, I don't know what is. Some, well, what's serious to you? My bills are serious. What's serious to you? Life and death. I don't, just don't want to die. My health and strength, that's important. What's important to you? My job. I'm telling you, my job, that's everything right there for me. Everybody has their, their, their own priorities. And let me tell you, as a believer, this needs to be a priority. That's why... Again, I thank God for it. I don't feel that the Lord spoke it to me. I read the Bible and I understood it when it came to what's the vision and the mission of the church, saving souls, lost souls saved. Why? Because that's what we're here for. Lord, if I'm wrong, please correct me. And, and he's allowed it to be. That's our focus. When we say what's the mission of the church, the vision of it's lost souls saved. Reaching humanity through Jesus Christ. That's what we do. That's the way we do it. How the souls get saved? We reach humanity for Jesus Christ. And we're not talking about this dogmatic and, and fanatical religion. We're not talking about getting dogmatic. Everything is Jesus. Jesus. Well, you know Jesus and Jesus, Jesus. Let me tell you something. Many times when people approach others with Jesus, the Bible, and the Bible says this, the Bible says that, many times I believe that folks get scared away. Folks get argumentative. Folks get on the defensive when we approach them that way. That's why I say when we really want to make God look good, live life happy as a Christian. It's one of the most powerful. I don't have it in the notes, but let me tell you something. The Holy Spirit uh, brings it back to my remembrance constantly. If you could just get happy being who you are, let me tell you, that is the, one of the most powerful uh, uh, ingredients when it comes to witnessing. Be happy with who you are, and then live, and I mean, just live a joyous life. Let's start walking through these ingredients. One of the ingredients is that you've got to, again, you want to be spirit, witness in the spirit. Be spiritual. Be filled with the spirit. Be sure, be sure, and there's only one way. There's, when it comes to you being filled with the Spirit, being spiritual, being a person, personal preparation to be spiritual, when it comes to you putting personal, being pers having personal preparation, listen, you've got to be sure without a shadow of a doubt that you are saved, that you are a Christian. 
Be sure that you have asked Jesus Christ to forgive your sins and to be your Savior and Lord. And understand, I'm not going to go into it in too depth, but, but when it comes to being the Savior, we understand he saves us from our sins, present, past, present, and future. However, when it comes to being Lord and letting him be Lord of your life, many folks, again, they want him as Savior, but they remain Lord. Look this one up, 1 John chapter 5, verse 13. I'm reading from the Amplified. 1 John chapter 5, verse 13. These things have I written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, which represents all that Jesus Christ is and does, so that you will know with settled and absolute knowledge that you already have eternal life. And that, again, is where our focus, when it comes to all that we gain here on earth, one, that I have, I'm saved, I'm a Christian, and if I'm going to be spiritual, I've got to be a Christian. You don't get access to the Spirit of the Holy You don't get access to the Spirit of the Holy Ghost without being saved. With it running, I'm talking really uh, helping you. And when it comes to those two areas, Savior and Lord, you've got to check it. I'm not, I'm not feeling that I have the power. If you're not feeling that you have the power, then you've got to go back to the beginning and say, you know what, um, and, and, and it's unlike, help us God, is unlike the plugs, the old school plugs, both prongs on the old school plug were the same size. So you could flip it and plug it in, or you could flip it this way and plug it in. Now, I don't know why I did not look it up. The Holy Spirit just gave me this example. So I don't know why one side of the new plugs is larger than the other side. So when you try to put it in the wrong way, okay, the Holy Spirit, I'm believing that's the Holy Spirit, is positive, negative, is grounded, one side is grounded, one side is, is, is just like a battery. Now I'm going to look it up, but it, it just hit me. One side is grounded, and you don't want to reverse it and put the ground side in on the positive side, negative, negative, positive, positive. That's how it has to do, that's how it has to work when it comes to electricity. Old school items, they had them at the same size. Now, when it comes to us connecting, you can't, you can be plugged in, watch this, to church and not be plugged into God. Help me, Holy Ghost. No, no, no. You're going through the routine of church and you're sounding real good because you've read and thank God you've got uh, interpretive skills. So you can read, interpret, and then you can disseminate. However, you really don't have personal relationship and you don't have personal confidence. God is in this. I'm not worried about a thing. I'm not fretting over this. <laughs> I'm laughing at it. I'm laughing at what other folks cry about. I'm not worrying about it. So, now, I'm laughing behind the scenes. I'm not laughing in the folks' face. I'm not look hey. I laugh at that. Uh-uh. I'm not worrying about that. I'm not going to worry about that. It may come, and, and all of a sudden I have to deal with it for a second. Why? Because I'm slipping out of the spirit into the flesh. Soon as the spirit takes back over, which happens relatively quickly when you got the Holy Spirit, it doesn't last long, and you will find out if you do your research. Back in the day, you used that. Spend some time dealing with issues. Then all of a sudden, it stopped taking as much time for you to have to deal with this. You are quickly, you regroup and get grounded because you got a personal relationship. So, so the first ingredient is witness in the spirit, personal preparation, and that begins with you making sure that you are safe. There's many other scriptures we can deal with in this area. Right now we're going to deal with this. Uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. And before I move on, let me read this one more time. I'm, I'm going back. You got that as a note, but I'm going back and I'm reading. 
First John chapter five thirteen amplify these things have I written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, which represent all that Jesus Christ is and does, so that you will know with settled and excuse me absolute knowledge that you already have eternal life. There's got to be a confidence there. In order for you to witness, you got to be sure. You Listen, you, you're going through the jungle, and you're, you're a tour guide. You don't even know where the quicksand is. You don't know where the um, rocky area is. You don't know that if you travel to, that's the regular trail right there. But if you follow the regular trail, it leads straight to a big body of water that you cannot cross. You cannot go down the regular trail, watch this, during certain times of the year. Because the water is too high and you can't go around the bank or you can't go over the log. The log is exposed only during certain times of the year. During those other times where it's high tide, you've got to go around. Well, how are you going to be a tour guide and you don't know all those ups and downs? How are you going to be a tour guide? Well, the same thing like it is in the natural is in the spiritual. You can't uh, lead somebody to Christ when you're not spiritual yourself. You don't have e- you're not confident of your own eternal life. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 18, it says, Be sure that you are filled with the Holy Spirit. By faith, ask God to fill you with his spirit. Now watch this, Ephesians, copy, and go here, here, and I'm going to Bible Gateway, and paste. All right? Very smooth. Thank you, Lord. Watch this. And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be what? Filled with the Spirit. And we get filled with a whole lot of other stuff. We get filled with the ways of this world. I was once driving a guy, and he said he does not listen to secular music. He said, matter of fact, when he gets in someone's car, he tries to keep the conversation going so they don't turn the music on. Why? He said music is spirits, and that he doesn't want to get that spirit in his spirit. If they put on music, he will put on his uh, earbuds, and 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 put something else. He will put a book or something else into his ears so he can't hear that music because music has spirits attached to him. That's his philosophy. It says here, don't be drunk with wine, but be filled with the spirit. Don't get drunk with wine, for that is wickedness, corruption, stupidity. But be filled with with the Holy Spirit and constantly guided by him. That's the Amplified, Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 18. So, again, in all that we do, I'm, there was a season in my life where all I asked for God to saturate me with his spirit, saturate me with your spirit. Sat, I don't feel it. I'm asking you. I'm sincere. Whatever else there is that's hindering me, Lord, please, in the name of Jesus, get that, please, remove it from my life that I might be filled, that I might overflow with your spirit. Don't be drunk with wine, which uh, ruins your life. I'm reading from the easy-to-read version. Don't get drunk with wine, which will ruin your life, but be filled with the spirit. So first ingredient, you want to be, and I'm talking overindulge in the Spirit of God. Saturate yourself with the Spirit of God. Next ingredient, confess your sin. See, this is one of the reasons when it comes to the Spirit, this is one of the reasons why we don't get filled with the Spirit because we still got sin in our life. And let me hit you with these three points real quick. One, you have to agree with God that they're wrong. Sin is wrong. And many times we can't get past this this first bullet. When it comes to you confessing your sins, you can't. When God says this is wrong, just like the young man who got in the van and he was saying that Jesus, he believed that the Bible is wrong and that Jesus sinned just like everybody. He is no man that cannot sin. So the Bible is a lie. He openly said that that he believed Jesus sinned. 
Well, some of us believe that, again, the Bible is not correct, and we don't agree, but we call ourselves Christians. You've got to agree with God that sin is wrong. You've got to change your attitude towards sin. Agree that they're wrong, change your attitude towards sin, and trust God for his cleansing. When it comes, Lord, that's in my past. Listen, anytime the enemy can bring up your past and significantly impact your attitude, your spirituality, your ability, watch this, to walk and do in obedience what God has asked you to do. Anytime he can bring up your past and impact you in that way, you got an issue with sin in your life still having dominion. Hear me when I say, I'm not saying that you're a sinner. I'm saying that the sin of your past is impacting you. You got an issue with it taking dominance and that the enemy is playing a trick on you to control your life with your past sin and not release. He's holding you bondage. It is a stronghold and it needs to be broken. Help me, Holy Ghost. Have no unconfessed sin in your life. Anything. Not that you got to go back to every person that you ever sinned against. Listen, when you confess it to Jesus, and I know some folks that confess it to priests on earth, and they have more confidence in the earthly priest than their heavenly priest. If you sit on your bedside, that's your confessional booth, and you say, Lord, I'm sorry. I was, I was, I was a thief. And as many as I can remember, Lord, I'm sorry. I took so-and-so's this. I'm sorry. I went in the store and stole that. I'm sorry. I'm glad that when I was a young person and, and I stole something, I'm glad I got caught. I got caught. They called my father, and my father had to, had to come and get me. I'm so glad. Thank you, Jesus. I got caught. Why? Because it stopped me. It stymied me from being having a life of being a thief. And, Lord, I'm sorry. That You can do that in the privacy of your own home. But may, many times what happens, you know you did some stuff. And, matter of fact, when you don't confess it, it's difficult for you to live free from it. Because, again, the enemy brings it back up, and if you haven't, what, called it wrong because God calls it wrong, change your attitude towards it, trust God for your cleansing. If you have not done the confession part, let me tell you something, especially if it was something that was pleasurable to your flesh. Not only will the enemy bring it back up, but he will use it as a stronghold. He will use it as a lure. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Not necessarily a stronghold, but a lure to get you to get do it again and again and again. And once you do it but so many times, many folks take that up that that's just the way I am. Have no unconfessed sin in your life. Sin will prevent you from being, watch this, joyful. A joyful, fruitful Christian. I'm looking at the Bible in basic English. Psalms. Psalm with with no S. Psalm one thirty nine. Psalm one thirty nine. Twenty three and twenty four. Bible in basic English. Oh God, let the secrets of my heart be uncovered and let my wandering thoughts be tested see if there is any way of sorrow in me and be my God in the eternal way that's the basic Bible in basic English check me out God if something is in I know this is not right this not, I'm not feeling the power. I'm not feeling the confidence. I'm not feeling breakthrough. I'm not feeling light and, and airy. I'm not feeling confident in, 
in 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 my in my communication. I'm not feeling confident in my daily walk. If that's you, listen. I'm telling you, I don't care how long it takes. I told y'all over and over again. I'm a cleaning person. I clean everywhere I go. I, I, I ain't gonna go through it, but I clean a lot. Anything I see, mm-mm, I don't like that. Scrub that off. Scrape that. Move this. Move that. But stuff that's hard on. Let me tell you, this stuck on. I, you got to scrub, 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 and then guess what? Scrub some more. That's how every day. It's not. No, no, no. I'm not getting. And and listen, don't get all frustrated. Listen, if that's the process that God is allowing you to go through, some folks they ask him, bam, it's done. Some other folks, I know they wrestle with stuff for three and four years, five and six years. Invest, Lord. Read the scripture. When you see it, meditate. Take that seat on moment and meditate on that. God, get it out of me. I don't like it. It's still here. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You got to stay right there. Uh Uh-uh. No, I'm not going to fake it. No, that's not right. And I hope you hear what I'm saying. It's not that I'm not right. Because if, 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 if I wasn't right... I wouldn't even be acknowledging that it need to go. I would just enjoy it if it's something that's enjoyable. And 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 some folks they call uh, robbing and stealing that's enjoyable. Sleeping with somebody else's wife that's enjoyable. So if it's something that. I've taken knowledge that it's got to go. Then guess what? I'm on the right road. I'm on the right track. And I'm co- thank you, God. You ain't moved it yet, and I'm going to keep asking you. I'm going to keep asking you until it's gone. And in the meantime, in between time, I'm going to walk with you. Watch this. Be prepared to share your faith. When it comes to confessing, not only confess your sins, number two, confess your sins, but pray for opportunities. As you start early, as, as a part of your routine, and this doesn't necessarily have to be number two. I wrestled a lot with, uh, I took off the steps and then the one, two, threes. I really just wanted to just write down a bunch of stuff that, that, that go with witnessing. Pray for opportunities. As you're confessing and you're cleansing, listen, confess to God, I'm looking. I want to be a witness. Be prepared to share your faith. In this same area, part of these ingredients, be prepared. How are you going to be prepared when you got sin in your life? Be prepared to share your faith. First Peter 3.15. First Peter 3.15, an understandable version. That's what I'm reading from. An understandable version. Help me, Holy Ghost. But instead, set aside a place in your hearts where Christ is in full control of as Lord. He's in full control as Lord. And be prepared always to give a suitable reply to every person who asks you for a reason why you have an inner hope. But be sure. You do it in meekness and respectful way. However, make sure you do it in a in a meek, meek and respectful way, however. So make sure that when you give this hope, and, and again, if nobody's asking you, Lord, work on me. Lord, my desire is that somebody might be intrigued. Many times we let the character that has been portrayed by this world, when it says in Romans chapter 12, where it talks about be ye transformed uh, from the ways of this world. Be renewed in your mind from the ways of this world. We have allowed those ways of this world to, to become our way, and you're not being transformed. So no one's coming and saying, what church do you go to? No one's saying, how come you so happy? No one's saying, you know what, where do you get that smile from? And those are the questions that come up 
that, that again, spawns the opportunity, that ignites the opportunity for you to share. I'm going to tell you, since Christ has been in my life, what do you mean Christ? Who's Christ? What is a Christ? Crisis? You have crisis in your life? No. No, I ain't talking about no crisis. I'm talking about Christ. Jesus Christ. And, 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 and in your humanity, sometimes you'll know they can't handle me telling them it's, it's Christ right now. It, it, I might have to start off with hope. Because I'm fishing. I'm fishing for men. That's what the Bible says. That's not one of the scriptures, but you know that's what we do. We fish for men. We're trying to bring them in. You know it's a persuasion. And if they don't see signs and wonders, many folks won't believe. If they don't see Christ, some folks didn't believe that it was going to rain. Matter of fact, all of them in the day of Noah, none of them got on the, sh- on the boat. They laughed him to scorn. And folks are not going to believe that Christ is real. Some of them are never going to believe. He's going to crack the sky. And and the dead in Christ are going to be right. We which are alive and remain are going to be caught up to meet him in the air. And guess what? Folks still not going to believe. Some folks are going to know the scripture and going to know what happened. And they're going to, again, seek to be saved after the fact. However, we want them Everyone that is destined from the foundation of the world, that God wants to use us, we got to be prepared to do what? Pray for them, and we've got to be in a position where God can use us. Be sure to do it with meekness and respect. you got to give an account. That's 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15. Be prepared to always give a suitable reply. To every person who asks you for a reason why this in a why why do you have so much confidence how, how can you say it's going to be all right? Let's move on to number three. Number one, witness uh, witness in the spirit. Be spiritual. Be spiritual is the main thing. Spiritual. Personal preparation. Number two. Confess your sins. Pray for opportunities. Okay, number three, be authentic. And this is, again, where that joy comes from that we just talked about, that joy, that joy that you're having to to be the person that that you're supposed to be. And then you want to have, be prepared to listen and to ask questions, to hear, entertain, and ask questions. Now, hold on, let me, I don't know why that's right there. Delete. All right. Neither, listen, neither wise words nor smooth techniques can draw a person to Christ. And many believers try to do that. Oh, yeah. When I started running down the scriptures, you know, I got the Romans roll. And when I started running down the scriptures to them, listen, because the way I'm, I'm smooth with it, I'm real smooth with it. It is the spirit of God. And know that only the spirit of God can do it. Only the Spirit of God can draw him. So we've got to pray. Seek his work in the lives of others. Seek his work, the Spirit of God, in the lives of others. Pray. By prayer, we can seek his work in the lives of others. God, move by your Spirit. You don't know who. Maybe you get a list. I don't get a list. You get up in the morning or every Monday, the list comes out on Monday. They mail it to you, and it should be in your mailbox on Monday. And on every Monday, you get a list of who you're supposed to witness to. I don't get that list. And, again, I use it as an example because you don't get that list either. We've got to be in a position where we let God do what God does. You know the scripture says one plants. One waters, God gives the increase. I don't know when I'm watering. Sometimes I could be watering and and not know it. 
Sometimes I'm planting and not know it. Sometimes your lifestyle is planting and you don't know it. The Bible says in Mark chapter 16, verse 15, Mark chapter 16, verse 15, and he said to them, go into all the world and give the good news to everyone. How are you going to give the good news to everyone when, when you're not telling them about, about Jesus? You're not naming book, chapter, and verse. It's your life. Be authentic. Be in love with God. You don't have to Jesus, 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 everybody. I don't believe when Jesus went over Nicodemus' house, he went in there saying, you know something, you got to come to God. You got to believe in God. You got to believe. I don't believe so. If he's fishing for him, if he's trying to bring, draw him in, you can't beat him up with the Bible. You can't say, you got to go to church, you got to go to church, and particularly on the first encounter. On the first encounter, you may not be able to share. Number four is going to be share the gospel. You may not be able to share the gospel on your first encounter. So we've got to be prepared. I'm fishing. And, again, it's not for you to get all frustrated and going, okay, where am I at in the, in the process? Uh, should I do this? Should I do that? Listen, God will give you what to say when you're connected and that you're plugged in properly. Ground with ground, positive with positive. What am I saying? Have the Spirit of God in you. Know that you're saved. Know that he's your Savior and your Lord. Know that I got personal relationship with him. And, and it's not on there, but the Holy Spirit just busted, boom, just like that. Testimony. You got a very powerful testimony. And say, listen, I prayed. You ain't even got to say prayed to who? Sometimes you say, I prayed, and I was blessed. Let them be, listen, let them be intrigued. Several times when I was studying this, it came to my mind as, as again, an additive. I didn't write it down, but it came to my mind. Holy Spirit needs it to be said. It brings it to my remembrance again. Right there smack dead in the middle of Bible study. Bam, he brings it to me. How many times do you remember Jesus asking questions? Ask the question. Ask pivotal questions. Do you want to be made whole? Sometimes you want to do the whole Bible study right then. You want to sit down with them for five minutes. We got only five minutes left to our lunch. You want to try to take the whole five minutes. Listen, you may just want to ask a question. Let them be intrigued. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Don't in your zeal blow the opportunity because, again, you're trying to dig. I want to go all the way to the point of salvation, and, and, and I want to get them saved right now. God's not going to let them miss their salvation if it's the opportunity. So you want to be in tune with the voice of God. You want to be spiritual. You want to be prepared and to, to share your faith. Be prepared to do it. So when the opportunity comes, I know this is God, and I know what to say, and I feel confident. And when I walk away, even if they said, no, that's not for me, I have the confidence I did the right thing. Be authentic and ask questions. Number four, share the gospel. Know how to share the gospel. I keep it with me at all times. It's old and dilapidated. I feel convicted because when I just brought it out, man, it's ripped up. I know it. I know uh, a lot of it by heart. When it comes to just the laws, the four spiritual laws, and um, you want to have it. Um, thank God for the memory that I do have. Uh, when it comes to the things I forget, if I got it written down or if I got it in a in a um, track, then guess what? Thank God I can pull that track out and walk through it. Be prepared to share the gospel. Share the gospel with everyone you meet. And let me tell you something. When I say that, please note, it's not book, chapter, and verse. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Okay? So you you, you got to know, I am sharing the gospel because I'm trusting God. I am sharing the gospel because I bow my head at lunch, and folks watch me. They, they're watching to see if I bow my head. I watch them sit down and just dig in. 
They watched me sit down and bow my head. They've been watching me for three years. This might be your testimony. You don't say a word, but you bow down. You take, you take lunchtime as a time to read your devotional. You don't do it every time, but periodically you have your, your daily bread and you read your daily bread while you're at lunch sitting at your table by yourself. Sometimes you got that daily bread sitting right on the table and it's closed. And you're not you you you're not even worried. You just leave it there and and then on the the opportune time, you pick it up and read it. Let me tell you something. When it comes to sharing the gospel, there is so many different ways. I'm telling you we'd be here all night. Jesus commissioned his followers to take his message to the whole world. Matthew 28 and 18. This got to be the way it's reading, the way it looks. Focus on Christ. Focus on Christ. Think about, okay, Matthew, and I don't, do I have it down here? No. Okay, you know what? Thank you, Holy Ghost. Focus on Christ. Matthew 28, 18 and 20. Thank you, God. We know what it is. Go you there for. Keep it moving. I'm not putting it in Bible Gateway. Keep it moving. I hear you, Holy Ghost. Focus on Christ. That was his life. I'm encountering everybody I encounter. Let me tell you something. I'm going to spend my whole life. I'm focusing on Christ, focusing on Christ, trying to be a witness, trying to be a witness. I Listen, there's other things. There's more than, than, than listen. Be authentic. Be real with yourself. If that's not you 100% of the time, then don't let it be. Listen, let, let God be God in your life. When God lays it on you heavy, Listen, I, there's a whole lot of things that I could do to make more money, to be more prominent. There's a whole lot of things I could spend all my time, any time studying. But you got to, I feel this burden. It's more important to spend this time doing it. It's more important than the financial benefit. It's more important than the popularity. It's more important than getting the significant or the, um, when it comes to the, rec- thank you, Holy Ghost, the recognition of position. I feel that this is more important. Why? Because even if I spend 200 years, here on earth, there's life after this. See, that's why it says you got to be confident of your eternal life. You got to be confident of your eternal life. You got to know without a shadow of a doubt that I'm saved, I'm filled with the Spirit of God, and I'm going home to be with Him. And it's so important. Why? Your heart's got to break. Watch this. For people who are well off down here, your heart's got to break. And they're not saved. Now, if they're saved, that's another thing. But when they're they're not saved, listen, and they got the big house, they got the car, and their life, their children are doing well, they're doing well health-wise, and they're not Christian. Guess what? Down here is all they have. And it's folks like that all over the world. Our hearts have got to break for the loss. If your heart don't break for them, let me tell you something, you ain't going to be a witness. If it's, if it's low on your priority list, when you look at the priorities, you ain't got but ten in your life, or you, you only got but these five things that's really your priorities, and it's number six. You ain't got but five. And this one is number six. What do you mean it's number six and you don't have but five? That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's not a priority for you. Lost souls to be saved. Folks who are comfortable with the way life is. Folks who don't talk about eternally living with God. Folks who don't talk about Jesus as Savior and Lord. Watch what it says here. Says, focus on Christ. Think about who He is, His payment for our sins, and the eternal life He offers. 
Focus on Christ. Think about who he is. His payment for our sin, that awesome, awesome sacrifice. Listen, you got to go through it every year. I'll never forget the first time. No, I don't think it was the first time. It could have been the second time that I watched The Passion of the Christ. I was in the living room by myself early in the morning. I think it was on a snow day. I moved the big chair, the big recliner chair in front of the TV, probably about seven feet away from it. And and I put The Passion of the Christ on. Every year I'm going to watch it. Over and over. This year, I've already watched the video, not the entire movie, The Passion of the Christ, but the video of the crucifixion. I've already watched it at least two times, if not three. Periodically, I just got to watch it. One time, I was taking communion in front of the computer, and I just played the video. You cannot forget it. You got to focus in on, anytime you start thinking that you don't need to witness, anytime you don't think that your life needs to shine in a way that attracts people to you so you can uh, uh, direct them to Christ or that your life shines in a way that they know it's God. Mm-mm. What was that? Oh, that's somebody trying to call. Help me, God. When your life does not sh- does not reflect Loving God. When folks look at you and they say say to themselves, hypocrite. When they look at you and they say, uh, 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 what is what is that other word? Uh, they are in the church. You got a bunch of. Mm, mm, mm. Is it hypocrites? Hypocrites might be it. If it hits me, I'm gonna let y'all know. It, it, These are folks who don't really believe. You've got folks who confess one thing and do something else. Help me, Holy Ghost. Okay, watch this. I'm moving on to this next scripture. 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy 2.4. First Timothy, and I'm going to copy this one. Okay. And and what it does, what it does, what it what it speaks to is that God God wants everybody saved. Everybody's not going to be saved. That's why he said he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son to whosoever. So the opportunity was there for everybody. However, some folks just like the devil who he created in heaven chose to do evil, there are some folks who he says, hey, my son is here for everybody, but they're not going to, they're going to choose the God of this world. Who will have all men to be saved? That's First Timothy chapter 2, verse number 4. Who will have, and when I do it, boom, okay, back that off, just put in First Timothy chapter 2, because it sounds a little... Different without having verse number three. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Okay? So that's his will. You've got to get in a mindset that, guess what? The gospel is important to God. It was so important that he sent his son Sacrifice him on the cross. There's no more sacrificing of animals. There is now the sacrifice of his son. And guess what? Now you're going to sacrifice your life. No, no, no. It may not be crucifixion, scourging, placing on the cross, piercing in the side, breaking of the legs, whatever um, your, your case may have been. No, it may not take that. It may be you putting down you pursuing what you want to do in life, that it may make Christ shine in your life. No, I can't do that and do this. Okay, let's move on. I got 10 minutes left. It says, now you got to constantly, all the way from the beginning, we said you got to know that you saved, be spiritual. When it comes to spiritual, you got to 
it's, it's a part of the ingredients. Expect results. That's faith. Expect results slash faith. Expect results. When I witness, when I walk, when I talk, people that come in, they, they'll get in the van. And when they get in, in the console, I have the Bible. So, they, you know, people naturally are nosy, and they're going to look up there. How do you keep your van? They look, and it's all clean up there, and they look up front, and they see. And the Bible, it has a little compartment, and co-pastor had this Bible that fits perfectly. It's a little small Bible. The Bible that I had was the New Testament only, and I kept that in the car. And um, then she had a Bible that she's not using, so I said, can I use it? And it fits perfectly in this little compartment in the console of the van. And it says right there on the on the bind, it's a holy Bible. When they see it, then it prevents them. It's like a force shield. They don't want to use profanity. When they say, oh, yeah, I see you're a Christian. Just because I got a Bible in the car, they see I'm a Christian. Prayerfully, there's something else in the van. Thank you, Holy Ghost. They call the Spirit of God. And that where I am, that spirit is, and it says it's something about this guy. Yeah, he got the Bible up there, but he's real about it. Not just because of gospel music. If I was playing jazz, and sometimes I play jazz, George Howard, I put the George Howard on. Uh, Ron gave me that. He gave me that um, that station on Pandora. Said this is a good jazz station, and folks love it. Play George Howard, and when I got George Howard on. Prayerfully, the Spirit of God is still in there, and they can tell, you know, something something different about this guy. I know he's listening to the jazz, but uh, I know he's listening to the oldies, but uh, it's something different about him. Why? Because my expectation of them being saved or them being influenced by the Spirit of God is there. I don't believe you can be around me and not be impacted by my spirit. And when I say my spirit, I'm talking about the Spirit of God. Jesus said to the blind man, he healed, according to your faith, will it be done unto you? Matthew chapter 9, 29. Matthew chapter 9, 29. According to your faith, you got to believe. And if you don't, keep working on it. If you're not clean, keep working on it. If you don't have faith to that level, keep working on it. You got the faith the size of a mustard seed. He said you only need a little teeny bit. I believe folks are being impacted all over the world. I believe the enemy has to come at me at a very strong level. He's got to bring a lot of confusion to me. He's got to constantly try to keep me off kilter. Why? Because I'm believing for miracles all over the world. That's why I keep this. Matter of fact, we're going to be in prayer tomorrow. When we're in prayer, unless the Holy Spirit says different, I'm bringing down my, my maps of the world, my maps of the United States. Why? Put them up on an easel, and as we're praying, we're not praying for Washington, D.C. We're definitely not praying for Mount Enon. As I mean, as an individual, we're not praying, Lord, just bless Mount Enon. The power of our prayers, that's why it says the prayers of the righteous. See, you got to understand, folks just know God don't mean that they're righteous. Don't mean that they're upright. Don't mean that they're walking in knowledge because they know God. Some folks, again, can't go. All the priests couldn't go into the Holy of Holies. All of them, it says, the prayers of the righteous availeth much. So what, what folks want to do is subscribe, prescribe uh, uh, righteous to everybody. So so all you got to do is pray, and you righteous. When you pray because you're a believer, that you're righteous. No, 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 no. It, there was levels of priests. And I believe that there's levels because just like Jesus said, O Peter, O ye of little faith, how come you don't have faith? How come your faith not stronger? So when it comes to availing much, Folks should be able to say, you know what, I prayed for this and it didn't happen, and I prayed for that and it didn't happen. Let me tell you something else. You got folks that will tell themselves, at one point I prayed for this and it happened, and then at another point I'm vacillating in my faith. But I prayed for this. and I, So what kind of God are you serving? 
See, this is what I'm saying. If you can sit down and just be real with yourself, hold on a second. Maybe that's somebody else. And I tell folks all the time, maybe it's not my prayer. Because, again, I know how folks think, oh, you feel that your prayers is the only one. No, no, no. It could be somebody else's. I already know. My prayers are availing much. Why? Because I pray and I see that I have the confidence God hears my prayers. It avails much. And the much don't have to be the much that what everybody else thinks. You got to have the confidence God heard me and he did what was best. Did you get the new car? No, I didn't get the new car. Did you get the new house? No, I didn't get the new house. Did you get the $3 million? No, I didn't get the $3 million. Not yet. But what I pray for, let me tell you something, it's coming to pass. And it's coming past in a way that's best for me. You, some folks don't have that confidence. Some folks may say it, and it is really a scapegoat. It's a scapegoat way. It's a way of weaseling out of having confidence. No, no, no. I know my God loves me so much. He's proven it over and over and over again. So I can't. Uh, William McDowell sings that, that portion of a song, and I don't know if that's a song all by itself. I won't go back. I can't go back to the way it used to be before your presence came and saved me. I, I think it saved me. Before it came and touched me, before it came and saved me, whatever the words are, I can't go back. Some folks, that they go back all the time. You got to get to the place where you got expectation. You expect results. You got faith, and your faith is strong. Matthew chapter 9, 29, watch this, according to your faith. Matthew 9, 29. So you got to have faith. Because of God's spirit at work in people's lives, we can expect things to happen. Jesus calls us to be fruitful, John fifteen sixteen. John fifteen sixteen. Watch this. I'm reading from the Message Bible. Thank you, Holy Ghost. From the Message Bible. You didn't choose me. Remember, I chose you and put you in the world to bear fruit, fruit that won't spoil. As fruit bearers, whatever you ask the Father in relation to me, he gives you. That's the Message Bible translation. And that's why, again, folks that say, whatever you ask, you're going to have. Whatever you ask, you're going to have. And all you got to do is look at the evidence. You don't have to argue with people. You don't have to have uh, uh, um, a debate. You don't have to have a debate. You don't have to go back and forth. Listen, whatever you, as it relates to me, as it relates to me, when it says in my name, as it relates to me, it's spiritual stuff. It's not you. Listen, if God just let everybody loose, do you know what kind of world we would have if everybody, everything they said, and I'm a Christian, and, and everything I say, I'm going to get it. If that happened, do you know what kind of world we would have? All you got to do is look at the evidence. Folks are asking and asking and asking and not getting and not getting and not getting because, again, you've got to get to the level of knowledge where, again, God is not releasing us to just be gung-ho doing whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it. Faith is in Jesus as it relates to him. Last scripture, and we're going to get out of here. Romans chapter 1, verse 17, Message Bible. Romans chapter 1, verse number 17. Message Bible has 16 and 17 together. I'll read them both. It says, it's news I'm most proud to proclaim. This extraordinary message of God's powerful plan to rescue everyone who trusts in him, starting with the Jews and then right to Right on to everyone else. God's way of putting people right shows up in the acts of faith, confirming what Scripture has said all along. The person in right standing before God by trusting him really lives. Message Bible, Romans chapter 1, verse 17. When you really get it, that this is really all about God. 
all about his plan to redeem us back to him and to have us with him for eternity will be accomplished. The person that really lives is the one that's trusting God. He's in control. Amen? God bless you, saints of God. Time, oh my goodness, time just flies. Time flies so fast. Love you. Pray for you. Hoping that God bless you real good. According to his will. In Jesus' name. Have a good evening.